0: principles and precepts. What's the difference? There has to be a difference, right? A precept, it's a commandment or direction given as a rule of action or conduct from the dictionary. On the other hand, a principle is a primary truth from which other truths are derived. Let's think of it this way. Um, We're driving down the road, and there's a sign that says, speed limit 35 miles. That is a precept. It's a rule. But if the sign says, drive carefully, that's a principle. Because then all the truth will be derived of it. What's carefully? 85 miles an hour, it's carefully. No, it's 20 miles an hour. No, it's 25. You see? You see the difference? So we get principles and we get precepts. And he talks about the 10 big ones. They're simple, right? They're there. Follow them. Apply them. Remember them. Store them in your heart. We're actually commanded. And we have um, one one thing that, that really struck me from this, and then I'll let you guys speak. He said it twice, maybe three times. And I summarized, and I think he said this, the problem is Ignorance of the Bible. And that is a statement. Because even in the church, especially in the church, we're ignorant of the Bible. I had a great drive, two hours and 50 minutes going to Marylebone yesterday morning at 4.30 in the morning talking to someone, um, and he started asking me questions about my faith and what I believed and my stand on different things. And it dawned on me that his questions came to me because of ignorance of the Bible. Because I don't know where to look for this, or I don't know. To, at one point, I said, you know, we need to start reading the Bible. And perhaps you and I will do that going forward. He's a professing Christian. We talked about everything in the sun. He had just visited with his girlfriend, El Rey Jesús, and he was telling me about the experience. He didn't want to go and all that. And then we started talking about the differences and why. And, and then we got into deeper. And it just dawned on me his ignorance of the Bible. So we need to, we, not us from here, you guys, we need to spend time in the Bible. Why wouldn't we, we need to write other books if God gave us the book? So the real problem is ignorance of the Bible. Seven general principles. I'm sorry, anybody else want to add anything? Yes. Uh, Would you stand up cuz I, I, I again Thessalonians talk about the world the day is Boom. (laughs) Amen. Let's go drink coffee. Amen. And I I agree. And I agree. And sometimes that wait is never answered what you want the way you want it. And how often we use our limited knowledge of the Bible to justify the answer we want to hear. And it's terrible. And I'm saying it because I am a testimony of that. You know, decisions and but the Lord always uses, and the spirit, if you if you learn, the spirit brings you back to where and in the right path. Of the Lord knows, He's sovereign, He knew you were gonna do that. So, general principles. Number one, is it lawful? And I like it that it he says, is it according to the rule of God? Not just that it is in the books of Miami Dade County laws. Is it according to the rule of God? That's so important. Is it beneficial to me and others? First Corinthians six twelve. And then the next sentence is in in that is will it be enslaving? And we always forget. Let me read it for you. I just had it here and I first Corinthians six. And 12. All things are lawful for me, but not all things are helpful. Period. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be dominated by anything. Yes, we can do it. And we always talk, you know, alcohol... Or, you know, TV, whatever, but it's everything. children, friends. home. what was the one that we heard today? Astrid, uh, garden." And asked to say, "Oh my garden." <laughs> <laughs> Work. Yeah. Yep. Fear. We let fear dominate us. Four, is this absolutely within the lordship of Jesus Christ? Maybe I wrote it incorrectly, but consistent. Now that's that's at the end. Absolutely consistent with the lordship of. Jesus Christ. <clears> 1 <throat> Corinthians 10:33 would this be helpful to others? You see how we have to put others first. but when we get out of the Bible, the biblical structure, everything is about me. And we are all living in that capsule of me, myself, and I, and everything that produces benefit for me. It's great, and it's all about how you feel, and how it makes you great, and how you get motivated every single time. It's all about you. But God says is this beneficial to others? Is it helpful to others? Number six, from 1 Corinthians 11.1, 1. is this consistent with biblical example? And the way 1 Corinthians eleven one reads is, be imitators of me, as I am of Christ. An example of Paul, who is a thrive to be an example of Christ. In number 7 from First 1 Corinthians 10.31, So whatever you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to your glory. Maybe maybe my version is wrong, right? Do all to the glory of God. Do I hear? Amen. 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 Is this consistent with the promotion of the glory of God? All to his glory. Whatever I do. Any comments? Any questions? Yes, ma'am. The glory. The glory. Yeah, yeah. And uh if he stops us from doing things, if we are in this state that that framework that he said. Amen. Then we don't have to come because we're in his world. Well. Amen. Will our- and it's very in- in- important, especially as we as we go um in our professional life, whatever it is, whether it is professionally cleaning houses. Whatever your vocation. Whatever your, your work is. It doesn't matter. As we go through it. It's not about what you do. It's about what you do for the Lord. In what you do. I am convinced. I'm finally convinced. After a long time. And, and not finally. It's, it's, it's been showing me. How many people you touch? How many people you influence? You think you don't, but you do. People are looking at you. People are listening to you. People come to you or they don't come to you. And it's all because of Christ. And he has you where he has you. Because he knows that you will be an example and testimony of his love. So do it. Be an example of his love. To your students, to your co workers, to your clients, to your users, to whatever you call them, to whomever comes to your floor, to your cubicle. To your office, to wherever you do, to your home, to the parking lot as you walk to your car or take the bus. It doesn't matter. There's there's an opportunity that God has given you to be His voice of love and bring Christ to someone. And that is His will. But we make it about ourselves. Is this my job? Is this, well, I, it, I, I, it's my promotion? Or is it? It doesn't matter. He's going to open the door. And he's going to close it really shut when it's not yours. And when you make a decision and you all of a sudden you are 25,000 miles, or whatever he is, it's 2,500 miles. <laughs> And you decided to uproot your family, and in two weeks you're like, oh my God, what have I done? And you make, make the best of it because he's going to use you there. And he used me to come to him. Wow! Hallelujah. I thought I was the king of the world. And he said, you ain't nothing, Baba. But come to me. Come to me. And I praise him. Every single day. For what I think, and I know was a mistake in my decision, but he was with me. And he is with you. And he called me. And he says, if I'm calling your son to come to me, why are you not answering? If this six years old is telling you, Dad, Dad, hello? (laughs) Amen. So wherever you are, whatever you do, he is calling you still. Because he wants you to be that testimony. That person that really says, praise the Lord. I want to help the others because you are in me. Not because I'm going to get something. Because I got something that I didn't deserve. Because I got you, Lord. Thank you. Amen. And you looked for me while I was not looking for you. And you touched my heart. When I didn't love you. And I want to love you. And I want to praise you every single day. Because you are awesome, Lord. Even when I am just terrible, you still love me. Ain't that awesome? That's spectacular. It doesn't have to be Because you actually is not (laughs) and that's his will to love you more and more to show you not love you more to show you how much he loves you for you to let yourself love So that's his will anybody else Father, we praise you. We honor you. We thank you, Lord, for having done what we were trying to do. Please ourselves, do things, Lord, and you say, hey, it's not difficult. Just come to me. We thank you, Lord, for your love, for your mercy, for your grace. And in that, Lord, we, we thank you that you have opened the door for Ethan to go back to school. And although we, we join Natalie in being sad that he is going away again, we praise you, Lord, because you have great things for him to accomplish where he's going, Lord. And we pray for your protection Your peace and love and guidance for Ethan. May he truly be an example of your kingdom to all the people that he will meet. May we hear a great report from him when he comes back. And we ask for a special blessing for Natalie's trip and for the family Lord. Heal the wounds, spread the the awesomeness of grace and mercy to them. In your name, Jesus, amen.